Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Last week, my mom and I became citizens of Canada. 13 years later, we finally did it. This may seem like a really long time to wait to apply and obtain our citizenship, but we had a very functional passport being citizens of the United States of America, which allowed us to travel whenever, wherever. And I also kept my options open for graduate school since dual citizenship wasn't always allowed by the U.S. and international tuition prices are not nice. (laughs) But anyways, I've now spent half of my life here in Canada. And today I share with you the greatest lesson I've learned during this time, and that is kindness. Thank you for choosing to tune in with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center in this mini-sode. Kindness. What comes to mind when you think of the word kindness? For me, it takes me back to elementary school or the first few days at school when you're constantly taught, be kind, be kind to others, show kindness, treat others with kindness. And so that means I've been hearing this word nearly all of my sensible life. But what does it truly mean? What does a three or four year old know about kindness? Well, I personally think they know a whole lot, probably more than adults, because in some ways, kindness is innate. Kindness has everything to do with energy and the way we feel towards a person and feels and feel about a person. I, I believe our natural frequency is love, to treat others with love, to be loved, to show love, to radiate love out into this world. And once you have that in your heart, it is that much simpler to treat others with kindness. The word literally means the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Have you ever been around a child, perhaps your own son or daughter, when you're not feeling well? They see you crying and they're the first ones to be by your side to wipe away your tears. Children have such pure hearts. And that heart is exactly what I learned to develop during my time here in Canada thus far. And like most things, the way I learn things best is sometimes by showing or teaching others. And that was the same for this trait of kindness. I learned it best by showing it to others. When I moved to Canada 13 years ago, I was faced with so much adversity from all levels. I was meeting a new family for the first time. I was starting a new school and I joined a new school, a new classroom and had to make new friends in the eighth grade when everyone had just journeyed through elementary and middle school together and already formed all of their friendships and the cliques and all of that. And here was this new girl waltzing in from New York City. I had a pretty tough time. I was made fun of for the accent that I had, not to mention that October, the New York Yankees won the World Series. And when I wore my jersey to school proudly, that only added fuel to the fire. Mind you, I was used to being the new kid in school quite a few times throughout my childhood. However, this was the first time as a new kid in a new country, also dealing with a new family back home. So it was a lot coming at me from all sides. And maybe this is something that I can dive into as this is the place where I share my story. However, coming back to kindness, 
I only recently looked back at my journal or diary that I kept during that time. And one of the sentences that I wrote was kill him with kindness. So I really did have a lot of eyes on me, a lot of people against me. And I maintained that as my mantra, as I went through these years, kill him with kindness. I knew to myself that I was a good person. I have a good heart. And even though these times are difficult, I can still show people kindness in this environment. Now, I still experienced great difficulties during the first few years that I moved to Canada. However, now looking back, I know that my heart is clean and my intentions were always pure because I maintained that as my motto. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Now, the next thing that I faced when moving to Canada was culture shock. Surprisingly, people would be like, you came from New York City or you came from the States. The culture isn't that different, but it is. Everything down from the demographics of people and the area that which I moved to, it was sparsely developed. So I went from a city where I had everything at my fingertips from public transportation, shopping areas, corner stores, just that convenience and independence that I had developed from a very young age. I felt like it was all taken from me based on where I moved to. However, this also signaled to me a learning opportunity because I was presented with the opportunity to now learn a new culture. And the best way to approach that is with kindness and humility, to be curious about those around you, the life that they're living, the traditions that they uphold, and the things that are important to them. Now, of course, the major life events that followed in the initial years that I moved to Canada included four years of high school, onto four years of university, and into the corporate world. These are all experiences that really shape your character. Meanwhile, my heart was definitely shaped in New York City. So when I say that my heart is New York City, it's tough, it's resilient, it's independent, and you don't always see the softness of it up front. However, if you meet me now, I feel like that might change. Does it mean my heart has changed? Not entirely, but my disposition and my demeanor definitely have because of the experiences that I've gone through and again, the kindness that Canada taught me. So now let's explore that a little. And what it comes down to is simply an appreciation for the mannerisms, the design, and the courtesy of the people and the practices that this country upholds. And two main things that come to mind when I think about the first impressions that I had about this country and why I think it relates to teaching me kindness is one, the cleanliness of the cities and the country at large now that I've traveled outside of Ontario. To keep a place this clean requires a level of discipline and kindness to one another and to the earth that I certainly did not experience or see in New York City. <laughs> but even without that comparison, that is something to be respected and be admired. So of course, coming, I curbed my own habits <laughs> and that really signaled to me the type of country that Canada is. And this doesn't stop at just litter. It's the way that the city is designed, the way trash cans are placed at the corner of every curb, and the way that there's an interest in decorating the cities with flowers and greenery. And every house 
is also mandated to have a tree on its front lawn, which of course helps the environment and just helps the overall spirit of the city. And the second thing is the politeness of people and the interest in each other's well-being. And now, of course, this is an absolute and this you may not encounter this every single day of your life. But again, this is one of my first impressions. And to this day, I will stand by it in moving to this country. It's the feeling of when you pick up the phone to call a restaurant to book a reservation. And before getting straight to the point, the person on the other line asks, how are you? And this is important to me because it might seem like a simple question, but some days you might get a really honest answer from a person who really needed to express how they are feeling. And I say this from experience because for a time in my life, I worked in sales and to this day, I still work in very client facing roles. And this question can literally be life changing. And from the very first time that I began making outbound calls, the question of how are you was commonly asked and it is common courtesy here in Canada. And that is something that I hadn't experienced before, but it definitely left a positive impression on my mind and on my heart and really dictated how I conducted future conversations with strangers. All of this contributed to softening my heart a little bit more and teaching me that lesson of kindness. Overall, the years that of my life that I spent here in Canada have come with life lessons that taught me grace and forgiveness through kindness. Many of my minisodes, I share some of my own stories, some of the lessons that I've learned where the underlying thing that always served me was grace and learning how to forgive myself. And all of that is done through kindness. So as much as a lot of my impressions and my lessons of kindness were taught to me by Canadians and the Canadian mannerisms and Canadian qualities and values that are upheld here. It also had a lot to do with the phases of life that I've gone through and that which I'm in right now. So all of this is to say, I am very grateful for the time I've spent here in Canada and my mother and I obtaining our Canadian citizenship truly feels like a new beginning. Because for a lot of my life, I held on to the parts of myself that were connected to New York, including family. But now I see that this country has offered me so much and no one can take away my U.S. citizenship or the fact that I was born and raised in New York City. And now no one can take away my Canadian citizenship and the fact that I live here and I'm earning and I'm making my life here in Canada either. So I guess for the first time, I truly embrace my nationalities. I know this minisode is very specific to my life experiences and my learned experiences, but I hope it inspires you to maybe reflect on how the country that you currently live in or migrated to or born into influences or has influenced you as a person. Think about how different your life would be if you were still in the country where you grew up or if you were living in another country in this moment. Either way, wherever you are listening to this, show gratitude for simply being alive and given the privilege to make the city you live in, the country you live in, this world a bit better by becoming a better you. I invite you now to take a moment of mindfulness with me. 
and close your eyes and tune into your body. And we do so by tuning in to our breath. Deeply inhale and exhale, allowing your shoulders to fall, your arms to go heavy, your legs to relax, allowing your hips to sink deeper into the cushion beneath you. Inhale and exhale, breathing at your own pace. With every inhale, allowing your lungs to fill all the way up, allowing your chest to rise. And as you exhale, allow your chest to fall. Imagine pushing your belly back into your spine and feel your body completely relax just for a moment. As you sit in silence to show gratitude for this moment here that is part of your greater life picture, your life in the city that you live in, the country that you call home, or that you're visiting at the moment. Reflecting on the privileges afforded to you, the opportunities that have come your way, the growth that has taken place, over the years. The fact that you seize the opportunities to improve yourself, improve your life, and improve the lives of those around you, whether your children, your partner, your family, or simply for yourself. And let that radiate out to those around you and inspire those around you to become a better version of themselves as well. It is only when we take the steps and we make the changes within our own selves that we can then do so for others and the world at large. So I hope this mini-sode has allowed you to reflect upon these aspects of your life the changes that have taken place, the changes you hope to make, and look forward to all the change that is to come. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Namaste. If you enjoyed this mini-sode, please leave a review or rating on the app platform that you are using at this moment. And as always, please continue to share my podcast with those who you believe could benefit from a few moments of mindfulness today.